everyone and welcome to the Housewives Archives, a podcast where we discuss in great depth all things Real Housewives. My name's Ellie Nunn and he may not have made a massive deal of the nutcracker that I tracked down for him for Christmas, but he has come dressed as the caviar girl from Bethany's Christmas party. It's my co-host, James Evans. I thought it was Elsa, Elsa from Frozen. Yeah, warm that tongue back up. I know, fuck. <laughs> Get that Bethany oh, back on. No. And then I was also from, from oh, whatever. Hi, I'm shimmying away. Hi. I'm giving a bit of this, yeah. bit of tit, bit of shoulder. Ugh. James is feeling much lighter because he's just lost like 10 pounds off his face. Oh, it's so bittersweet, isn't it? So those of you who've been following the journey, there's not been much of a journey, but for those who listened to the last episode we did around Halloween, I had a new moustache. We named her Barbara Kay. She was a thing of beauty. It was a thing of beauty. I didn't know that I could grow such a healthy mane but i grew quite attached to it, it. I, 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 having just spent two weeks with james i um i was sad to, to say goodbye so, yeah so barbara k is gone r.i.p and the the mustache not the, the formidable <laughs> yep. friend of i decided enough was enough i finished the play and i just thought i'd have a nice cathartic moment and get rid of it and it she put up a fight ellie let me tell you yeah it was like a three-stage process i it wasn't just a simple case of shaving her off no 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 there was scissors involved there was electric razors there was this that and the other what machetes held above the head hammer chisel the barbara k toolkit actually would have come in handy by name by nature exactly sexy little thing I got really nervous it was like have you seen that Simpsons Halloween episode where Homer gets the hair transplant from no the criminal and then it like seeps into his brain and then it controls his mind <laughs> I thought it was going to be that but I become Barbara Kay and I develop this obsession with wrap dresses and... weren't you always maybe a little Barbara Kay just a little there's a little Barbara Kay in all of us really isn't there there's a little exactly a little boss bitch we, construction just maven Barbara. Yeah. <laughs> Where we're like, I'm crazy like that. <laughs> we're always like bitching about our best friends on a hot mic moment. Always. We never learn our lessons. You should hear the we stuff I learn. say about you and Michael. I, I bet. I'm no Adele. You aren't. I yeah. am, sad, but not sadly. Yeah, well, sad for Adele. Yeah, pretty. Um, <laughs> really send in the clouds. <laughs> I should, uh, part of that reference is... I have very exciting plans next year to, you'll be thrilled to know, James, Yeah. to be performing in New York. Oh my God. Where? I don't know if I can say. Oh, (laughs) look at you, you big shot under a press embargo. Is this going to be breaking news? You heard it here first. All we'll say is that it may be... Yeah. Okay, well, you can't hear the wink, but it was a big one. (laughs) But it may be... Yeah. Luann's favourite spot to perform. Oh, shut up. Get out of here. <gasps> oh, Ellie. Oh, congratulations. That's very exciting. And we may need to reach out to Luann to see if she'll I, special guest. Should we? And can we? And would we? I think her Send in the Clowns is, oh, is what the world needs. Has she sung Send in the Clowns before? The clowns. It's just like our manic interpretation of her has taken life. And... Isn't it rich? <laughs> <laughs> I, she are, really should. Are we a pair? Are we a pair, me and Tom? <laughs> <laughs> Losing my timing this late in my career. La, la, la. What's, her, what's her warm-up, the one that really makes me laugh when she's... When she's getting her makeup what, done, her... And she's going like, I'm like, that's not doing anything. It's just the same note, but just slightly louder. What can she say to the cabaret star? <laughs> um, 
Yes. So, what oh, are we, we going? must. Sorry, I haven't gotten over this yet. Yeah, oh, but... we're still, no, we're still yeah, on reaching out to Luan. Se- yeah. We will. I'm more excited about the Luan part than the you doing 54 below. Dear listeners, if you believe in Luan performing Sondheim, then clap your hands, press subscribe, and let's make some sort of petition and make this happen. Yeah, come on. This is like grassroots campaign. This is where we can all join exactly. together. Let's make a Christmas miracle happen. If we happen. could become this incredible, massive Housewives podcast, then maybe she'll be like, well, it's what the fans want. It's what they need it's for her benefit really because she's not filming anything right now she could do with the press from our podcast maybe i should have got her to do not getting married today that's a good one yeah I'm not getting married except she could just keep changing it to i'm getting married i'm getting married really fast maybe that's her talent maybe she can sing really badly but really quickly on point and also you could do it so it would be like a homage to the scene where she's like he wants to marry I'm me i'm getting married he wants to marry me. Where she's got her hair extensions. But even then, why would you do that? Why would you just burst my bubble like that? But then they really hurriedly put in hair extensions as she's singing the song. And then by the time that she finishes the climax of the song, she has this whole long mane of hair extensions. And all her clothes fall off. Oh, of course. <laughs> and then she just fucks somebody on stage. <laughs> and the audience goes, woo! Oh, hang on. That's, that's the climax of my show. That's She can't have that. This is a fear, though, is that she she wouldn't just be a guest because I think it would, she'd try and push you out, a la Macy, yeah. on this podcast. I think that's the danger. I think we have to be careful with what we manifest. Got to keep her in a box. Yeah. A we don't like know Sonya what kind of power. We, exactly. We exactly. <laughs> Happy Christmas, everyone. Happy Christmas. This Ah. is our special Christmas episode in which we plan to discuss uh, our recent trip. Mm. Wasn't much of a trip for you. Yours was just like out the front door. But my my recent trip to New York. In hey, which we, we went did, grocery um, shopping together. Oh God, that was a highlight. <laughs> Trekking around Trader Joe's. Help me with my laundry. James picking his <laughs> panettone. Hey, gift wrap panettone. Chocolate. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Um, yes, we have some New York tales and some making up to do since we did not do a single thing that we said we would do while I was in New York. Yeah. Sorry, we got kind of caught up in the moment. And I think the only one big thing that we have to report from is your living situation. Yes, I, I do have quite quite a tale. So I, as always, booked an Airbnb down the road from James so that I can live out my little... New York Christmas fantasy and was staying in a very nice place in a in a, a really nice apartment block nicer than other places I've stayed and I'd been there for four or five days like but already you'd had I think even on the first day you were like there's some alarm bells about this place oh because... you're so right you're being yeah. such a good prompt mm-hmm. yes the the apartment was slightly strange because most hosts of an Airbnb will kind of leave room for you to insert yourself as a guest But this place was very lived in in a way that meant there was no space. So on a basic level, there was like no space to hang anything up or to put, there was no storage space. But she'd also, it implied not to put your stuff where any of her stuff was, which kind of left you with no options apart from to kind of fold stuff up and put it on the floor. And it was like every surface was like covered in just titty bits. Open fashion books and little statues and incense and, but stuff that you felt you couldn't move. She seemed to be very emphatic, like you could not have shoes on in the house. No shoes in the apartment. And there were also like framed pictures leaning against like every surface that were just waiting for me to kick them over. And lots of like dried flowers in vases where like if you were to brush past them, the whole thing would like Chaos. collapse. 
It felt yeah, like a booby trap. The whole place trap. felt like a booby trap for me. Exactly. Mm. It felt like one long test. So I was, I was quite on edge. And then on my fifth morning of my trip, I woke up and was answering some emails. And I'd been awake for about three minutes. Excuse me. God, stress burps already yeah, started. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's all coming oh, up. I just did one in empathy. And there was this bang on the door. And I assumed that it was for the apartment next door because I don't know anyone. And um, so I ignored it. And then there was another bang on the door and someone shouting court martial. <laughs> at which point, in my most Julie Andrews little RP English voice, I went, Who? And then I sort of got out of bed in my little gig and pyjamas and pad around the corner just as the door opened and the um, superintendent came in with the police and they started evicting me. And they started reading what up the eviction notice and I was like, no, sorry, I don't live here. And they were like, oh, were we've like, heard that one before. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. And they were like, okay. And I was like, I'm just staying here with Airbnb. And they were like, well, I'm, I'm very sorry, ma'am, but the... Uh, the woman who lives here hasn't paid her rent in months. So, and I went, Jan. Was it Erica Jane? Ja- Jan, who I only, yeah, exactly, <laughs> Erica Jan. Because I only knew her by name from our limited interactions. But I said it like she was an old friend. Jan. Like, not Jan. Not Jan. Surely. Not Jan. Shani Jan. And they were just like, yep, yep, Jan. Uh, and <laughs> that so sounds said, like a I'm... made up name. It's a fake name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have this friend, let's call friend. her Jan. I have this friend, let's call her Jan. <laughs> Um, the same thing happened to her. I don't want the same thing to happen to you. Um, so basically, mm-hmm. long story short, well, it's not really a long story short. This is just what happened. That they, there wasn't much discussion. They were just like, so you have to leave immediately. And I just couldn't compute what they were saying. I sort of stood there and I was like, leave. And they were like, yup. I was like, now. And they were like, yup. I just stood in my pyjamas looking around this flat at all my stuff. And That's it, cold. Because it was like a flat with a kitchen. Like I had loads of like food and th- like I'd properly moved in. You had a panettone in there. Well. Think of the panettone. Exactly. James and I had gone and bought me a panettone from Italy. Th- those things really aren't cheap. should rename that place because it, it really makes it sound It's a bit so naff, naff for such a nice place. For such a nice place. But I bought what I thought was a chocolate panettone. This was maybe the most tragic thing to happen all trip. Oh, and I yeah. was oh, very excited shit. to get it home. Only to open. It's only a bloody classico. Oh, I thought it was one with pear in it. Oh. No, I liked the one with pear. Oh, was it chocolate and pear? And then it was a classico. Oh, shit. Right. Yes. Fuck. Gutted. So that was sat on the side. So it was the fastest I've ever packed. Oh, no, I missed an important thing, which was that I firstly called James and basically had insisted that he get out of bed in his pyjamas and come and meet me for coffee straight afterwards. But I also had messaged Jan to say, oh, as I'm saying all of this, I'm like, maybe I should have done a Ramona and changed her name for the purposes of the podcast. Oh, well. It's, yeah. We're not that popular. <laughs> Jan's going to get doxxed by our fan base. So I'd also messaged her to say, you're being evicted. What do I do? Well, she called me and she sounded so mortified that I genuinely thought oh I don't I can stop packing there's been a mistake she sounded so confused Mm -hmm. and she said can you pass me over and I was like yes of course and I passed her over on speakerphone and then I heard her saying to them something about last time that there'd been a (laughs) more morning and as I heard that I was like oh she's "Ah." a grifter (laughs) it's like and I start packing I packed up very fast I kept I made the police laugh a lot 
in true. I bet you had a whole type five Ellie prepared Nunn. already. I had did exactly. I, did a whole bit. <laughs> went into full Ellie Nunn <laughs> charms, eviction officers at people. Sang some Sondheim. And then, uh, exactly. And at the end when they were like, do you have everything with one last flourish? Grab the panettone <laughs> in its bag and marched out the door and came to meet James to, to be like, right, I have nowhere to live. I felt very privileged that I of all people was who you chose to meet. Not, I mean, obviously, James, I'm the, the only, only person, person you know in New York. <laughs> but you were like, I need, I just, at this point, I need someone to make me laugh. And I was like, yep, I can do that. Yeah. So I met you for a coffee and... And a, what and a what a laugh. We and laughed and laughed. A coffee in which James recommended me a hotel, which I then booked, turned up at, and they said they were full and... <laughs> Bit of a mistake. No, after having moved all your stuff over, because we already went in once to the hotel to check. That was not a good morning. No. This was all before 9am. I hadn't even had a cup of coffee. I know. It was very seamless, all things considered. I mean, I, I, I thought I'd have to put you up at our place, which, you know, happily would have done. But, you know, you were... You didn't hotel sound happy place. about that. You were like, you could maybe stay on our sofa for tonight. Maybe. Maybe, if you're like, well behaved. If you make, can you make yourself, can you sleep in your suitcase? But before that, I just need to get all my coffee table books out and keep them open on every surface possible <laughs> and put all the pictures down along the floor. Just yeah, no shoes at home. Um, yeah. That is a rule in your house. It so. is, yeah. I keep a clean household. So yes, that was one of the madder things that happened on my trip. But what a fun time we had. We did. I think if we're to talk about our rose and our thorn. Yeah. That was my thorn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. Ish, I reckon, mm-hmm. probably. And my rose has to be when James and I went, I dragged James out for this gorgeous walk in Prospect Park and it was the most perfect like sunshine freezing cold day and I suddenly got hit by a real craving for pizza Mm. and we trekked down to Dumbo and went to Giuliana's and had delicious coal oven baked pizza and a cannoli and I had a chocolate egg cream and there was Christmas music playing and it was just so wholesome Mm. Mm. it's the little things isn't it it was just gorgeous my rose is my husband and the trip no my thorn was probably not once not twice but nearly thrice trekking to <laughs> a restaurant that you'd recommended only to find that it was closed on that day that didn't happen three times it almost it? happened three times because remember we were going to go and have a chicago pizza oh my god that was shut as well but for the grace of god i was like maybe i should check that they're open on a monday and okay this the only did bloody keep happening. Were. i kept planning days out and setting off and getting to the place and it would be the one day of the week it was shut so, city that never sleeps my eye i don't know what's going on Listen, yeah bloody provinces all of a sudden why why are things the bloody provinces closed all all of a sudden ridiculous my rose is i really loved yeah inevitably get eventually getting to barney greengrass and that was so nice with my mum yeah and it was really lovely chat rainy day outside it was nice and that was horrible i preferred the brunch we had sat outside in Greenpoint, that mm. was really nice as well yeah. with them. It was lovely to have some family involved. Lovely. Yes, uh, it was all around just a glorious trip. Lovely trip and kind of got me in the festive mood. So I have a couple of just to kind of like, if this podcast is nothing else, it's shoehorning stuff in kind of 
very inelegantly. So, are you going to shoehorn in some festive things? Some festive, some festive cheer, of course. Yeah, yeah. Stop! 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 Stop. <laughs> I need a verb. Make me <laughs> Don't! How dare you compare me to her? Misunderstood. I got just. I just. I oh. It was very funny. I'm going to have a nervous breakdown and bake a load of cutlery into a calzone. (laughs) Carry on with your bullshit. Right, give me your festive faves. So I thought I'd ask you some seasonal questions about what your ideal Christmas would look like. So first of all, if you're, say, doing a secret Santa with a group of Mm -hmm. housewives, which housewife would you most like to get you a secret Santa present? Ooh. Maybe Dorinda. Okay. I feel like she'd do a good gift. Why do you think she'd do a good gift? You don't want someone like, in that group, it's like you don't want someone like Ramona who's either going to just chuck money at something and not think about it or just forget about the whole thing. Yeah. Where I think Dorinda would probably get something quite sweet and sentimental but in quite a bonkers funny way. Yeah. But I w- I'd be worried there'd be like a nutcracker situation where then it would then get weaponized. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, and like she'd put a, a lot of emotion into it. And then if you didn't reciprocate. Maybe too much emotion to receive. Yeah, okay, know. that's quite a good point. Um, or maybe I'd quite like a gift from... You know what? I can't believe I'm saying this because I'm not a fan of hers. But I reckon Lisa Rinna would probably buy a very good Secret Santa gift. Mm. She was one of my considerations, actually, yeah. Yeah, I would say more early era Lisa Rinna. I'd be worried mm. nowadays she'd get me some kind of gaudy yeah. designer business. But I think she, back in the day, would have gotten me something yeah. quite nice but and expensive but low-key. Where it's like, oh, thank you, yeah. that's so nice. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. What about you? Uh, mine, in a similar vein, you know, personally, you might feel a certain way about her, but I actually think Luann would get me quite a nice good gift do you think i think she'd just re-gift you something no 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 well maybe this is because it's you know recency bias but i was watching recently an episode of old roni and they're all in the hamptons and luann there's a scene where she goes to a local shop and i think it's for sonia she decides to gift her like a little hamper where she gets like local cheeses and chutneys and nice little things like that so i think it would be a similar thing where she has some money to throw at it that would be nice and i think it would be fairly thoughtful and also quite useful i think i'd use it um don't know why I'm suddenly talking about okay. Ramona. I think I'd use it. I think it'd be um, useful. I think I, I could think use it. it. Use it. Or Tinsley, actually. I think Tinsley would probably get something yeah, quite nice. That's yeah. quite a good shout. Yeah, yeah. So next question. Uh-huh. This is a big one. There's like multi-stages to this one. Okay. What would your perfect housewife's Christmas look like? By which I mean, where would it be? Who would you have round your Christmas table? What housewives related activities would you get up to? Okay. I already know that I'm in New Jersey. Right. Yes. Right answer. And I think I'm at the Manzo's. Okay. And I think the Manzo's are cooking. Maybe Kathy Wakili's there as well. And they're making the food. You're awoken to the smell of... Of the food. Of food. And people keep arriving with that thing of being like, hey! And like everyone's like bringing ludicrous... And also there's loads of kids there. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like quite a lot of the housewives don't have little kids. Because it, it, it's for the kids. It's for the kids. It's, it's about the family. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, right. Okay, who's there? Um, 
Oh, hang on. No, I got it wrong. Wait, yeah. No, Kathy Wakili's cooking, but also Jacqueline, Narita, and Chris are there as well. Mm. Teresa's not there. The older manzos, they're outside ringing the jingle bells for, for the kids. Yeah. yeah. yeah Keeping exactly. the tradition going. And then who turns up? Uh, you know what? Old season Carol and Bethany turn up, like when they were close. <sighs> right. You're losing me a bit here. And I'm like in that trio. Right. And we're just like sat around having a drink and we're laughing about stuff. Mm-hmm. and Or we're like in one of the bedrooms, like getting stupidly giggly about something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like a gift that's been left. Mm-hmm. And Dorinda's en route with her sister fully dressed as Santa. Oh, fuck. Like of course. Of de- with Melinda. Because like Dorinda's, Dorinda and Melinda Dorinda's, are there. Dorinda's decorating the house. Right. The yes. Yes. She's set design. And then I think the evening ends with everyone sat around... We've played the hand game, of course. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> We've had, there's been a lot. And also like Bethany's made us all play some like board game she's brought. Or Dorinda's made us all play a board game, probably. Probably Twister. She loves a game of Twister. Exactly. And then I think the evening ends with us all sat around and they bring out Ace Young. To <laughs> 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 serenade us with a Christmas medley. You make every day a Christmas to me. Yeah. That's my yeah. Oh, Christmas. I got chills all over my body. Wow. What about you? How heartwarming. So mine, I think begins the evening before. Okay, you didn't say that was a Well, in like a 24-hour span of time. So... Okay. And I have an early night on Christmas. So my day technically starts the evening of Christmas Eve. And I go to a little gathering in the city in Manhattan. And it's one of Ramona's because I think she would put on a good Christmas Eve party. And I'd be there with all her 50 closest girlfriends. I'd have a knees up. I'd have a snowball with fake Liza Minnelli, Mm -hmm. all that business. Go to bed. And then I wake up and I'm magically in Kathy Wakili's guest room, obviously. Mm -hmm. And then we like go downstairs and the Wakili's were all in matching pajamas. And then me and the two kids, we like both, we all stand up and we're like, we got you a ThinkPad, Kathy, for Christmas. and so she she like sheds a tear because you know because we're cute kids and then i'm like oh sorry kathy i've got to dash off this was so nice but i'll I'll see you at at lunch because she's now got to go off and make the desserts for christmas so i head over to the berkshires obviously but then en route i i see out of the corner of my eye there's like a lake that's frozen over and there's like a figure just ice skating on the lake and I'm like, oh my God, it's Jill. So I get out and I'm like, hi, Jill. And she's like, hi. And she's in her, you know, like her little pink um, ice skater <laughs> dress that she has. So we like skate yeah. around for a bit. And then there's until some like unseen coach like yells at us to leave. And then we're like, oh fuck. Okay, right. Well, I'll see you later, Jill. Cause she's also going to be there, of course. Yeah. And then we drive into the Berkshires, like beautiful snowy day. I stop off at the local chapel and pay my respects and, and Vicky Gumbel there and she's doing a little sermon why because she, why would it's, she be anywhere near your christmas because i think it's good to check in about like the true meaning of christmas and i i think she's the most religious housewife that i can think okay. of so she's giving a mass probably in latin preferably okay. and uh then we all go to bluestone manor dorinda's hosting caroline is in the kitchen cooking the dinner jill zarin's there kathy's there I need someone who's like a good time. I like probably Sonia. I probably want Sonia there. I think Kyle, I would probably appreciate being there as well. Where's Carlton? (laughs) Carlton's like up in the attic. It's just (laughs) (laughs) like something from Hereditary. She's like up in the corner going. (laughs) 
playing, going, Bennett, Bennett. And that's the good thing, because then in the evening, when it's time for like a ghost story, we tell like a scary story. Yeah, yeah. And there's all these rumblings <laughs> in the house and it's just Carlton oh. pottering about up there doing white magic. So funny. I don't know. I think that's a pretty good... Cra- I, that I sounds think- pretty dreamy. And also conveniently not much crossover with mine. So I think the two days can happen. Yeah. Let's do one Fantastic. this year and then one next year. I think it's quite hard to top a Berkshire's Christmas moment though I think they are um, we were really yeah. truly blessed in terms of Christmas moments with the, the the dream team the dream team I have to say going back as we're on the Berkshire's my trip to New York partly because James had it on and partly for a good old bit of nostalgia has got me going back and watching Real Housewives of New York oh, yes and I've never felt surer of, of its anything. place of my like number one spot yeah I just, I love it so much. It feels like coming home, watching it again. And it's really reignited my joy in Housewives. And it's really made me want to just do a whole series on New York again. I know. But I've been watching the golden age of Luann and Tom, the beginnings of Luann and Tom, and oh. that Berkshire's trip, the you fuck everyone. So fucking you good. Fuck everybody, everyone. Uh, trip. And I just, nothing. I know we've talked about it a million times, but it, it never, it never gets dull. Luan going out on that stoop where Jules is oh, like on the phone having a cigarette. With a G-string sticking out of her pants, puffing on a cigarette. I can't believe the way they spoke to me. So horrible what they just said to me. Did you hear the things they said to me? <laughs> it's so funny. That whole, the whole section, the whole section of her then going in on the birthday, doing a whole like stand-up bit to Ramona about the cake, being like, the birthday cake that's, that's not her birthday that her mom made or whatever where it's just like Luanne's so uncool Ramona's like pissing herself for some reason it's about it She's so Ramona's weird. doing her full like seagull laugh being like oh my god oh my god um, it's stab so- in the way that's my mother's birthday cake <laughs> my mother made that cake not again <laughs> they all go home. If you can't be, then you all go. That's going to be me at Christmas this year. Um, and then it always just cuts. I always forget about it. It just cuts to Luann going, hmm. And just like doing a little like <laughs> sticking her bottom lip out. <laughs> it's just all so good. And I've just been really happy watching it. The Germans must have a word for it. But like there's nothing that compares to the warmth specifically that you get from watching an old episode of Real Housewives of New York. So I'm currently watching the tail end of season seven. And it's like the season finale is Ramona's like new beginnings party because she's it's all about new beginnings because she's left Mario now and now she's a new person and she's going to be better. And of course, Bethany's like, this is all bullshit. You've never changed. And it just rams home the point. This woman has not changed one inch over this whole course. Just the most deplorable person. And I love Although her. Although weirdly, that whole, the whole series of Luan being like, and he's going to marry me. Um, Ramona's long hair series. Yes, Long hair, new breast series. She's kind of the, one of the nicest people on the show in that series. It's like, it's really her golden age. She's her least intolerable and she genuinely seems to be the one that kind of wants to bring everyone together quite a lot of the time. Yeah, maybe I'm not cutting Ramona enough slack. She becomes the weird like peacemaker. I just always assumed that was because everyone was sort of busy 
putting all their attention on Luanne. So she flew under the radar. Sort of. But I don't mind her that season. You do still get shades of classic Ramona, like in that scene where Luanne's like, he's going to marry me, where she's like, okay, Luanne, I just think you should know that just he's so you fucking know. every other woman in the city. And then even like I her know, daughter's like, what, like, mom? What are you- I know. <laughs> Why would you burst my bubble? Like yeah. But I like, but also if it is someone where it's like, they are famously, it must be weird. I think we don't have a kind of community of friends in the same way where everyone knows you and I aren't particularly like it girls so it must be strange when there's someone who is known for behaving badly and someone suddenly that level of giddy that quickly it must be hard not to go okay but I'm just saying you know that this is yeah no I get it yeah it's just delivered in a classic Ramona way that of course yeah it's like terrible but Yeah. yeah 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So last question about Christmas. Uh Obviously, because it's Christmas, what is your favorite Berkshire's moment? Berkshire's. On Real Housewives of New York, or specifically Bluestone Manor moment. Because I know you're going to say Heather's house with no AC, of course, if we're talking about best Berkshire's moment. Yeah, of course. No, it's that stoop moment with Luana. Oh, okay. Just there is nothing better. But if it wasn't that, then... (laughs) <laughs> then potentially is it at Christmas the one when Ramona's trying to apologise to Bethany oh the one that we watched together when we were in New York yeah yeah it is is that Christmas yeah yeah because she gets the Chris- the chocolate Santa <laughs> she, that whole dinner the where whole she's just manic yeah <laughs> and like when she keeps going because Avery loves chocolate <laughs> don't understand she, she loves chocolate when she comes over to Bethany's chair and is like I'm sorry I'm sorry okay Bethany I'm sorry. I just want to say I know you think that I'm just going to be saying sorry because I'm the apologizer but I'm really sorry I want you to Bethany's know Bethany's like creepiest apology <laughs> yeah. of the year award it's so uh, funny very good choice so that's maybe mine okay what about you it's a toss up I have two they're both quite low key moments but I think my first my ultimate favourite moment is in the middle of Bethany yelling at Luanne about how she's a stupid slut yeah Dorinda just (laughs) the hostess just leaves in the middle of all the proceedings to just have a nap and watch Law and Order in bed That's like what Christmas means to me. You know, it's my favorite bit of the day. Like the middle of the afternoon, everyone's a bit tired and hungover already. And you just like skulk off to your room for an hour just to regroup. Perfect. And my second favorite, actually, no, maybe this is my favorite, is she is getting the house ready. And I think it's before anyone's arrived, but she's put the decorations up. And then she goes, and like lies back and she's under a Christmas tree. And she's like, what's better than taking a nap under a Christmas tree? (laughs) Yeah. I want to take a nap under a Christmas tree with Dorinda. Oh, that's cute. As you could see, we're reminiscing a lot about New York. And I think that this is probably a good segue into talking about our new season and what we have planned. Mm, seamless. Um, <laughs> thank you. Because we find ourselves coming back to New York a lot. And we know that there's part of us where we're like, we can't just devote a whole other season to it because there's not enough. We've spoken about it no. so much, but there are these little gems that we'd still maybe like to explore. And we saw sort of been back and forth I kind of said maybe we could do Orange County but I have to be honest I kind of find myself whenever we're doing one of these seasons and we're just in one world I always go oh I kind of 
want to watch a bit of this greener. other show. Yeah, the grass really is it's greener. It's so true that that's the joy of Housewives for us is like dipping in and out of different series. And also, clearly, for people listening, because we get asked a lot by people to do like, oh, can you please do an episode about this? Or can you yeah. do an episode Go about that? Go back to where... Beverly Hills or, yeah. Exactly. How, when are you going to talk about this city? Which I think is what we'd quite like to do. Yeah. So rather than feel we valiantly did with New Jersey and we saw it through to the end, but doing every single season and talking about everything that's ever happened. So instead... Take it away, James. We're going to try and do, for season four, a bit of a sort of miscellaneous mixtape mishmash of different housewife cities. Just whatever we want to talk about. Sort of whatever we want to talk about and whatever you want us to talk about. This is the People's Podcast. So we invite you to get in touch, reach out to us via our Instagram at Housewives Archives. I'll probably put up a story the day that this show goes live, asking for recommendations for things that you would like to see us talk about, whether that be a housewife we we haven't discussed a theme a storyline a vacation an episode but also we can leave that kind of post bag open so that i'd love it to generally just become more interactive that we can always receive questions of course yeah. suggestions and things to look at and i think this will also give us a longevity that means that we're not committed to a season at a time the podcast is just here for us to talk about housewives mm-hmm. and about various like you say there are just so many single episodes and storylines and characters that we love that it seems a shame for for us to have to wait to get to them yeah by having to pick that city and then get to that point in it Mm -hmm. so we're mixing it up over here much like the real housewives of new york and we hope it will be less of a disaster than we know their new series will be (laughs) it already is already have you heard one of them has left the show already oh god and for like really dark racism, anti-Semitism reasons. So I think Great. it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. But yes, this is what we're doing for the new season that will be starting in the new year. I, and I'm sure you, Ellie, feel really excited and positive I'm about so it. I'm so excited. I'm really excited by it by, as a new format. And also as an opportunity, I think in the past, there've been times where we've been sidetracked mainly by me talking about things like Love Island and the wonderful Ekin Sue and Mm. talking about things running at the same time. And I think that this affords us more freedom to just talk about whatever we want to talk about with housewives and with what's going on in our lives. And um, just, oh, (laughs) and with that, our Zoom meeting ended. Love it. It was sort of the perfect know, yeah. sort of the perfect way for us to wrap up our Christmas episode. Yep. The Zoom died, my dog is now barking, and I'm desperate for the loop. So without much further ado, shall I take us out, James? Take us out. Merry Christmas, sweetheart. <laughs> Thank oh, you for listening God's to the Housewives Archives. We really appreciate you listening. If you'd like to leave us a review or to subscribe or give us a rating, all of that really helps us. And we so look forward to talking to you in the new year. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Have a Happy New Year. Yeah.